Good afternoon. Welcome to a Friday surprise ambush edition of the afternoon dilly dilly delight. Uh, Buddy Martin here uh, going in alone today. Uh, all my guys are out of town. Uh, Brendan's going to be working today and then out of town for the weekend. So he, he's checking in, check it in for a say, second say, after we had lunch. Just Got our a, information, worked on a couple things. How are you, Dad? Good, Dad. I know you got to go. I'm sorry. You know, had to heading back to the office. I got to get yeah, back to work. Yeah. So, anyway. You were excited about some of the things I told you about on the recruiting I, stuff. I right? was. I'll give five minutes and then we can. I gotta yeah. Because you got things to do down there. I know. Your bosses are going to say, What are you doing? We got well, things I'm to do. I'm at lunch break, so I'll be back. Well, you're allowed to have a lunch I'm break? I'm allowed to have a lunch break. Okay. Well, that's good. We'll spend Kev, five minutes. Kevin with Diamond us. lets me have a lunch break. So. Well, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. Uh, I, w- I wanted to want to just get a word in today because things are getting a little chaotic. In Gator Nation, with all the news, Matty Corral, if you haven't heard, I can't imagine that you haven't, uh, has chosen to go to Ole Miss. Uh, and, and really kind of an odd, odd uh, decision. And if you've heard other shows today, we'd like to listen around, to, especially to our friends uh, Brady and Shane uh, and others. People are figuring, what in the world is the number one pick for Florida's class and the top quarterback prospect doing jilting the Gators for a school that's on probation. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's weird. And there, I don't know the reason, but I suspect I have an idea. I don't like to cast dispersions on people or things without knowing the facts, but let's just look at it on face value and say, here's a guy who was a top prospect, four and then five star, I don't get too caught up in those star things because you can get, you know, you, you, you can go back and look at the fives who didn't do well. Uh, and then you, uh, you you look at the situation and you, you put build your hopes around this guy who's a good-looking prospect. I did see his uh, his video on Huddle, and many of you did too. Brendan saw it. Oh, yeah. and, and he looks good. And, and But look, keep in mind, uh, it's, like, uh, it's like people who own restaurants and sell them. The, the food is never the same. When the coach changes, the personnel is never the same. I'm not saying that Dan Mullen wouldn't maybe take Matt Corral, but there's some things that we don't know about Matt Corral. I've heard things. I'm not going to put it out there because I don't know it to be true or what. But let's just say that he's a terrific prospect and he suddenly chose not to come to a three-time national champion and uh, many times SEC champion school whose program was undergoing change with an offensive-minded coach who was uh, one of the best in the business when it comes to turning out quarterbacks, developing quarterbacks, and getting them ready for the national football, and that would be Dan Mullen. We noticed that Mullen, when he stepped up and went to visit, didn't make that his first priority. He had other people to see, and he never came out and publicly endorsed Manny Corral as his quarterback. He talked in general terms. And we said it at the time, by the way, that there wasn't a ringing endorsement. He didn't say he's the man. So last night's news came while we were doing our regular radio show, which we do, by the way, our radio, regular radio show uh, weekdays at 6 to 7 on uh, local radio here in Ocala, Gainesville, and parts of Florida, some parts of Georgia, the Buddy Martin Show. And then we do our late night Sometimes weekends, sometimes afternoon, dilly-dilly specials. Uh, when Brendan gets a chance to sit in, we t- catch you up on breaking news. It's kind of breaking or news. on lunch breaks. 
or, or breaking lunching, breaking, breaking, breaking news. lunch break. News. Lunch, I like that. Breaking lunch, breaking news or lunch break. Breaking How about news at lunch break. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So, so as you join us here this afternoon and you continue to glom on, my gosh, look at the folks who are joining so fast, so rapidly here. Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna make one thing straight. One thing I want to say is straight. All right. Get to it. I want to get this point across. I'm not gonna elaborate. We don't pretend to have all the knowledge. And we don't consider ourselves experts on really anything, maybe Gator football to a certain degree, generically. But we give you the best information that we have from insiders and friends that we know. We don't know them all. We know some that we trust. And we pass this along with that caveat. This is what we're hearing. We're not saying this is gospel truth and going to happen we like to think of it as trending. You know, when you go on Facebook, you see trending. Yeah, these things are trending. All right. Yeah. Well, like I say, we don't we don't work for anybody. <laughs> we don't have any. We're not loyal. Well, I work for. I have a real job, but oh, we this we, this, this show is not loyal to anybody but the Gator Kingdom. That's mm-hmm. it, the Gator Nation Kingdom. And so we we hear things. We like to talk about them. If you can't handle that kind of conversation and you get kind of riled up about hearing things or whatever, and you don't. You want to run with stuff and take fact and, and be upset about it, then maybe this is not your kind of dilly dilly. You know what I'm saying? But we like to hear things, and when we hear things, we talk about them. We have good dialogue and conversation about them, and that's all we're really going to say about it. But you know, hopefully, we can continue to do this kind of thing for you, and then we'll get back to the regular program. Well said, and and, and we'll you know, we'll give one more week of recruiting and whatever. But here's what I want to say, and before you go, Brendan, that is that our guy Justin Wells, who's an extremely knowledgeable person about recruiting. The big picture guy. He doesn't know every recruit has been visited and what they said. He doesn't do it. He doesn't cover the beat. But he's very knowledgeable, has good perspective, has been on the show, what, three times with us now yes, so three far? Times, yeah. He's told you from day one, don't get your heart set on Matt Corral. Heartbreaker, that guy. And I said, well, why not? Is he not coming? He said, that may not be the case at all. It may be. He said this the first time that he's not the guy Dan Muller wants running his offense, okay? He said that then, and many of you got kind of upset about that. But maybe that was the case, and we don't know because Dan Muller's not going to say. So that's in, the, that's in, the, in, the, in this mix here. Is he, was he the guy Muller wanted, okay? So now I've got additional information. I'm going to share part of it with you now yeah, and part of it later on my radio program tonight, which will also be on right here on the Buddy Martin Show page. Uh, which I think is important because this is not something I took off a website. All right. For better or for worse, I didn't cut and paste it someplace else. This is my own information gotten from people who are in the know and who have a perspective and a point of view. All right. A point of view. Uh, This may not be the gospel. This may not be exactly blow by blow what's going on. But here are some things you need to know that we got from our insiders on recruiting. All right, listen up. Hello to everybody out there, Alexander and, and Detroit and Ramon and Richie and Alex and uh, Jennifer and the whole thing. We we're not day drinking, so, uh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, dilly dilly, we just yeah. had some sandwiches. So. Yeah, but, but we are going to have some, maybe some, some champagne during Christmas time. Anyway, all right, so tonight, today, this is our, this is our weekend version, and if something happens over the weekend, Brenda will be out, but I will come to you and try to give you what information I've got. Here, here's what I got, Okay. Uh, I'm going to focus now on what happens next for the Gators. Obviously, they're not getting the quarterback who was targeted by McIlwain, who, by the way, was from California, as someone said this morning, maybe it's Shane, 
Why wasn't he scooped up by UCLA, USC, Oregon, one of those teams out west? Something doesn't add up here. Guy wants to come to Florida, and he gets in. He becomes a, a, a commitment to the Gators. He he goes on Twitter and talks about his boys, calls himself Matty Ice. He's one of the guys, and now he's out. Matty Ice isn't cool, by the way. <laughs> That's a pretty good play on words. Uh, and by the way, uh, look, he can change his mind. It's a free country. Remember what we say. It is a fluid situation. Just like the coaching changes we tried to tell you about, which we'll address another time, getting that on the record once and for all. Yeah, so it's fluid. Fluid Put is on right. your big girl pants and your big boy pants. It's fluid. It's not, we're, we're hearing things. Because what happened with Ole Miss and what happened with Corral changes a lot of things. Not yeah. just that. The whole landscape. People I talked to today said, okay, a lot is going to happen by the 20th. Watch out. The fireworks today is what, 15th? We have five days now. It's going to be some explosions, all right? And the word on the street by some, I'm not saying this. I'm quoting somebody else who said it publicly, that Florida's going after fours and fives, and they've revised their way of thinking when it comes to the players they're recruiting. Remember, McIlwain kind of sort of gave up on the fives and maybe got an occasional four and started recruiting 13- to 14-year-olds, basically. That's what he did. You signed a, a freshman quarterback here in Ocala Vanguard, who might be a great prospect, right. but certainly a little bit of a reach as a freshman. So let's just say this. <clears throat> Here's what I found out. This is what's going to happen next, according to my insource, my source. Insider source. Next up, look this guy up, and I have to look him up too and talk to my recruiting specialist. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence will be going to Georgia. That's what my guy says, okay? Buddy Martin is not saying predicting it. He is some saying my insider said this is his take. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, goes to Georgia. Then, get this. This is big news for this you. Is this is what my guy said, who, by the way, is in the mix. Not a coach, by the way. Then Justin Fields goes to Clemson or Florida. That's what I said. It says it right here. Justin Fields goes to Clemson or Florida, according to this scenario. Not Georgia. Not you, Georgia, not right? You, Georgia. Not you, Georgia. Uh, that would explain if they're that close, if people are saying it's going to happen, then you know if we knew that little piece of information, Matt Corral knew it too. Matt Corral knows if he goes to Florida, he can say bye-bye. They're not going to sign two five-stars or whatever. So that's that. And finally, uh, what was suggested is that maybe Florida needs to start moving in another direction on its other quarterback because they'll take two if they get fields or don't get fields to go to another guy. And the guy that we all like, that I like, and I'll talk about him more today uh, on the program this afternoon, is Wyatt Rector. I'm not saying this is what Dan Mullen's doing because as far as I know, he hadn't been recruiting Wyatt Rector at yet that I know of or that people down in Leesburg know about. But looking at Wyatt Rector, the more I see of his film, the more I see of information, I look at his numbers, I checked on his knee, his knee is 100%. That's one of the concerns people had. He is a, reporting, according to my spies, he's been practicing these All-Star games without a, a brace and squatting without the brace. That's a very good sign, all right? 
And then people said to me, here's a big problem with Wyatt Rector. His ratio of interceptions to touchdowns. Now, my man Terry Bradshaw, he's uh, he, he's got his is not too good. He's got like 212 touchdowns and like 210 interceptions or something. I always kid Terry about that. He did pretty good, by the way. Uh, but that's a concern. Uh, and why did that happen? Here's what one insider told me about that in the games that he played. But by the way, Rector did not play on a good team. He stayed, went to Leesburg. Play for Leesburg because his dad did and his uncles did, whatever. He's a little cat, all right? So, Wyatt Rector had 86 dropped passes this year. Let me repeat that. Wyatt Rector, by count, someone who saw him, had 86 dropped passes in games. By my math, that's over eight a game if you play 10, all right? That's eight drop passes. Now, I don't know who was counting the drops just because you touch a ball. You were a receiver in high school. You hated drops. You always told me, Dad, if you get your hands on it, you'll be able to catch it, right? If you touch oh. it, you can catch it. What you said to me? Yeah. Uh, if you touch it, you can catch it. Star receiver for uh, tight end for Not Nice. Not a star anything. <laughs> tight end, Thank you were. You. No, you were tight no, end. no star. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, now you want to start with zero stars. You were a sophomore. You were skinny. You were getting there. Uh, anyway, so 86. So uh, if he had not had those 86 drop passes, he would have had 1,700 more yards. His completion percentage would have been over 80%. All right? Now, that's a, that's an if. That's, that's, that's the thing, and I get that. So I'm not going to go too much more into the, the, the detail there on that. But clearly there's some things that we need to look at on Wyatt Rector and a guy I think is going to get some attention here. In this madness now, just like coaches, there are names that came up suddenly in coaches – that we hadn't heard about that now all of a sudden popped up because, you know, because there was a need for coaches. All right, what do you all want right, me to do? I'm going to go. That's your chat. Right, I'm going right. to work. I'm going to line them up and knock them down. Thank you, yeah. Brendan. Push Have this a great button weekend. when you're done. I'll do it. And then push the stop streaming. I can't push that to click on it. Oh, you click on <laughs> yeah. finish when you're done. If this, you uh, if this suddenly says this isn't working, it's still working. Okay. Well, we're Don't here. freak out. Everything's set up. I just when you're want to move it over here so I can see this beautiful face. All no, right, here no, we go. no, you don't want to see that because then you'll uh, see this come up. Okay. Now, I'm good. All right, thank you, Brendan. Have a good weekend. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you. All right, so I'm going to finish up here with you for the next few minutes. i got a lot of messages for you folks there. Uh, Brendan will be back, uh, well, maybe late weekend, whatever. Uh, I want to get to you folks and say that uh, answer some other questions, remarks. These are the most recent ones first. Alex Magnese Green says, got to be someone else in the wings. And, Alex, that's kind of what I was trying to say. There's something else going on there. We don't, we're not privy to it, but something else. Um, yeah, Travis Sullivan, guess what? Travis Sullivan wants to talk about Micah Pittman again. Travis, we get it. We hear you. We know you like Micah Pittman. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here about uh, Eric Reddick says, I've heard the same thing about Trevor Lawrence. Somebody look up Trevor Lawrence and tell me who it is. I'm not familiar with Trevor Lawrence, okay? Jennifer says, uh, Jennifer Lay says, now that Corral is out of the way, maybe we can get Fields. Sweet. And that is kind of what my guy says here that my guy, again, I didn't say this, so don't hold me accountable. I'm telling you, one of my insider guys said, Fields to Clemson or Florida. I had not heard that before. Had you? I had not heard that. I thought he was committed to Georgia. All right. So, uh All right, so uh, hello to Paul Grove, my buddy, and John Stacy. Hello, guys. How you doing? 
Um, okay, uh, let's see. Any prospects from IMG Academy? Jared Swain. Jared, I- I'm not enough of an expert on recruiting to tell you that. I'm not going to try to pass myself off when I didn't even stay at the Holiday Inn Express. So, so don't hold me to that. But we'll have people on later. I attempted to reach my man, Justin. He's busy on a job today. And if any news comes out, we'll get back to you over the weekend. These are irregular shows that we pop up and do when we can. We get information, try to share with you. Again, sharing information that we have. <clears throat> Good to see you, Victor. Dilly dilly to you. Um, I don't know, uh, Rhonda, about Emory Jones. I'm not sure he's not looking at Emory Jones. I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> yeah, he hasn't visited with Wyatt Rector either, by the way. Not just Henry Jones. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so, Brendan, goodbye, Brendan. Goodbye, Brendan. Goodbye, B. Goodbye, Brendan. Goodbye, Brendan. Uh, let's see. Uh, David Fortune said, I like that Rector stayed with Leesburg. Loyalty and commitment are great qualities. David, that is an excellent point, and that is precisely my feelings. And Brendan's. Here's a kid who could have easily gone to IMG Academy, gotten lots more offers, uh, he obviously has the size, if you haven't heard, 6'4", 228. I think it's 5'5". Five, five. I keep asking his dad. I keep remembering the numbers. But anyway, he runs big, good for a big man. He's got a big arm and a big heart, apparently, and he does good grades. Uh, so you think, man, he could have gone other places and got lots more. And his dad's a coach, by the way. Lots more offers. He stayed because his uncle played there, his dad played there. He's a Leesburg guy. And David Fortune, you're exactly right. It's a great point. Uh, hello to Richie and Shields, Brian Shields, Dilly Dilly to you and David, uh, Dilly Dilly, Jose, Thomas, etc. Um, Jeffrey says, heard this morning that IMG had a cornerback wanting to be a Gator four-star. That's last coach's say was short. I don't know about that guy. Again, I'm not your recruiting expert, so you guys have to tell me. Uh, and my man, uh, I'll be on, by the way, this afternoon. Franz Beard will join me on the Buddy Martin show on the radio version, which will also be live. And we won't do all recruiting, but we'll touch on those points. I'm sure we'll talk about volleyball, too. Some of you stayed up late last night watching that. I, uh, I taped the last uh, 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 the last game, last set. Um, <clears throat> I know what happened, though. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, Paul Grove, my buddy up in Chattanooga. Hi, Paul. How you doing, buddy? Good to hear from you. He's a thorough gator through and through, so committed there. Uh, Paul, thanks for listening and watching. Corral may not have had, uh, may not have been a good fit, but the optics aren't good, as he brought a lot of other recruits. Yeah, it appeared that he did bring recruits. At least he had a conversation with those recruits. Who's to say Mullen wants those recruits? We know he's got some coming from Mississippi State. We've heard about him. Already got the kicker. Uh, we know he's got some JUCO guys. Uh, you know he's been out there. One of the... Here's one of the things that's gotten lost on Mullen and on Florida and on no bowl. With no bowl and no practice, guess what the coaches are doing? They're all recruiting. They get lots of time on the recruiting trail, which may not pay dividends in, you know, early part of the year next year because this team's not going to get a full fall practice schedule in. Spring will be huge, and then this team will have to kind of round it out We'll see what they come up with in the fall because it's going to be different. Different offense. It's going to be different changes. You're going to have to be patient, Gator fans. So, but, yeah, Paul, you're right. It could be uh, he did bring a lot of recruits in. But, again, again, my friend tells me, look at the whole picture. Look at the big picture. Look at the big picture. So that's what we're trying to do. Um, 
let's see. Um, any big-time linebackers coming to fill the 3-4 defense? I, I don't know. I don't have the list in front of me. Jose James, has Florida talked to Wyatt yet? Wyatt Rector, guy we talked No, they have not. I called his father to ask that question, and he said, this was as of yesterday, had not contacted Wyatt Rector. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. It's a little strange. You'd think they at least have a conversation because one of the strategies that was laid out to me today when they talked about all the quarterbacks who are going to be going and things are changing. Don't forget, Jimbo Fisher now moves into the breach here. He's looking for quarterbacks. That changes things. Tennessee's got a new coach. They're looking for quarterbacks. You know, people, these new coaches are looking for quarterbacks on the quarterback hunting. So, bottom line is, why haven't they talked to Wyatt Rector? I'm with you. Why hasn't Dan Mullen and staff? I don't know who has the Leesburg territory. i got to find that out. Each coach usually has a certain area. I don't know who has it. Well, Billy Gonzalez has it or whatever. But maybe we'll find out. They're busy working hard, I'm sure. And they, I'm sure they're aware of Wyatt Rector. If they're not, they need to be. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, all right. John Enrico, who's one of our regulars, likes to come on here and talk, said, uh, all this talk about recruiting, stars and rankings, is just talk. We have a coach that knows the SEC who has coached a few quarterbacks that have played the NFL, let Coach Mullen and his staff figure it out, uh, figure out what's best for Gator Nation, and we sit back and cheer the Gators believe in the process. It's a good note, John, and a good thought, but it's not going to happen. No, Gator fans like to get involved in everything, including uh, what's going to happen next and, and look at the recruiting trail. And it, it's, a, it's a fun thing for a lot of people. I don't know about you. Did you have you always loved recruiting? I've never been a real hard recruiting guy. I understand why people like it. I follow it mostly on signing day, and I read about it some, but I don't go on the boards of other websites and study who the 2019 commitment at fullback is, if they have a fullback. I just don't get that far ahead. Because I'm a guy that says, let me see them in your uniform. And then comes spring when I can see them on the hoof and look and watch them run and catch and throw and block, whatever. I can make my own evaluation. I know just about that much football. I can make my evaluation. I don't need to have a bunch of stars. I've seen a lot of great no-stars. Chris Dorgan was a walk-on All-American and still holds one of the records for receiving. I mean, that's the exception. I get that you have to have a great quarterback and you want the best, but you're right. You want him to do that, but John's not going to happen, all right? So uh, let's see. Brent English, Dilly Dilly. Hello, Brent. Um, Mario says, Matt Corral to the pit of misery. We say that in in fun, Dilly Dilly, uh, to people. And good luck to the young man, okay? Don't wish him any ill will. He just wasn't, maybe he was like we like to say, he wasn't a fit here. Florida started wanting him. McElwain started wanting him. Uh, remember, uh, they went out to see him in California before McElwain left. Nussbauer went to California and held his hand. So, obviously, they thought he was the guy. Did you see the other day uh, that uh, what's happening in West Virginia, who's staying for another year? Yeah. That would look a little bit different if he was here, wouldn't it? Um, let's see. Um, all right, a lot of people are kind of getting down in the mouth here. Uh, you need to stop it, okay? Just you got five more days before things start happening. All right, Roy Mitchell is an example. Roy says, "Love you, buddy. I feel like we're recruiting like we are Mississippi State and not University of Florida. Not comparable." I don't know. Do you feel that way about it? Of course. First of all, we don't know how we're recruiting because no one's been out there with them. We only know what we hear: dribs and drabs and insiders and 
gossips and message boards, whatever. We don't really know. Does anybody else feel like Roy? I know one or two of you do, so I've seen you on here complaining and whining. It's okay to be unhappy. It's okay, Roy. Doesn't, I'm not going to banish you to the pit of misery because you're not happy about it. It's fine. We, don't, we, we like to kind of be a positive force here, but you're allowed to have a contrarian opinion. It's okay. Uh, I wonder about you folks out there, though, whether you think, uh, you think uh, things are going that way, whether we're recruiting like Mississippi State. I say we, I mean the University of Florida. Uh, I don't get that feeling, but maybe I'm not, maybe I don't know. Uh, let's see. John Stacy is really happy and excited about feels. Don't get your hopes up yet. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, if you're a quarterback, where would you want to go, Clemson, or would you want to go to Florida right now? I mean, let's be honest about it. You might want to go to Florida because you're a Gator, but, you know, look at what Clemson's done and, and, and look what they've done with their quarterbacks and how well their quarterbacks have done, how fast they develop them. Dan Mullen hadn't done too shabbily either, by the way, just so you know. Um, let's see. Okay, Brandon Bettle says, if Corral doesn't want to be loyal to the kingdom, we don't want him. Okay, we want loyal players that Mullen uh, wants. Yeah, I agree, we do. Um, Richie Robinson says, I'll tell you, buddy, even with all this craziness, there was a calm I feel with Dan Mullen in charge. Good point, Richie. Very, that, I've seen a lot of your posts, and that's the most encouraging thing I've seen you post. It's just a feeling. It's all we have to go by, Richie. says, I'll read it again. I'll tell you, buddy, even with all this craziness going on, there is a calm that I feel with Dan Mullen in charge. Do you feel that calm? He's not saying a lot, is he? He's recruiting pretty hard. Let's see what he comes up with. Give him a chance. I mean, would you be happy if Justin Fields was a Gator? I guess you would be. Let's see the final deal, whether it's a top 5, 10, 12, 15 class, whatever. Let's see. He started behind. He started way behind now, remember. So it's uh, it's uh, difficult. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, good point, Thomas Scott Fudge. Congratulations to the volleyball team. Maybe we're going to be national champion. Well, they took those first two uh, sets, and uh, they looked like they were going to roll over Stanford, and then I, Stanford rolled back in, in the third. So then I taped the last two, and, of course, the Gators pulled it out. Congratulations to Mary Wise. Um, no Paul Grove. I've not heard about the old Miss receiver, but then I maybe not wouldn't know. Um, Drayton says, he, I believe Fields will end up flipping. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in Gator uniform. Well, we'd like to think that, but the first time I've heard that was from this insider, by the way, who's not connected to Florida and not connected to Georgia and not connected to Fields, but knows a lot about the recruiting game and who is in it. And he's the one who said, Florida or Clemson. That's what he said. He says so far he's called all the shots. He called the shot on Corral not coming to Florida. So maybe he knows something. Um, Lee Sutton says, uh, I'm thinking we need an early signing considering the Matt Corral flip. Gators are starting over and they are going to need to learn that playbook if Franks is not going to be the starter. And by the way, we haven't ruled him out, but uh, he's got experience. Here's the deal. I'm going to just take a flyer here. This is just my opinion based on nothing, but again, like somebody said, a feeling. I've never met this kid from Leesburg. I've only seen him on tape. I've talked to his dad. I've listened to people talk about it, read a few articles about him. Why not get him to be an early, make him come out and be a commit now and go after him and get him? He, he's a kid that will stay and compete. He showed his loyalty. Wyatt Rector is not one to go run and hide. 
and you can always use good quarterbacks. Sign three. Who cares? You got plenty of places. Uh, go ahead and sign Corral. Get him in, get him committed. Tie him up before Jimbo Fisher decides he wants him or whatever. Take a look at him and see. I know about the interception ratio. I just explained that to you uh, with 86 drops. That would do that to you. Uh, and, and so uh, from what I see, he looks like a good bet and a perfect kind of guy for Mullen. He's big and strong, got a strong arm. He's 6'4", 228, runs well, loves the game of football, is loyal, uh, could learn not to throw as many picks, uh, and has gone through some tough times and survived it. Uh, I'm just asking the question, would it be a smart thing maybe to take a shot on Wyatt Rector now and get him in the house, or would that scare off somebody else? This is something you have to be concerned about. Remember, it's funny how all of a sudden Corral began to change his tune as soon as it got out that Justin Fields was being recruited by Florida to flip. Okay? It happens. Uh, let's see what else you got here. Uh, ba -ba ba -ba -ba. Okay. Ken, good to hear from you. Chris, good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I remember Bobby Sable House too. Yeah, he did not play. You're right. Um, he was supposed to be a big recruit. Didn't play. Uh, Jennifer... Wait till the Orange Blue game to get my feel. Thanks for calling the Orange Blue game. I do not call it anything else. You can name it what you want to. To me, it will always be just the Orange and Blue spring game. Period. All other stuff is hooey. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, yes, Will Greer is coming back for his senior year. We so we talked about that earlier. Or maybe I didn't mention his name. Um, Alex Smith is unranked. Of course, you know what happened to him in Utah. Uh, Mullen can do a lot with guys who are not pursued so heavily. He, his track record has been that. He coaches three stars to be four and a half stars. And, that, and that's the thing that, that, that no matter how long he stayed there, McElwain and Nussmeyer were not going to be able to do. They would never be able to, 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 to coach their, their players up a notch on the stars. We've seen that. The quarterbacks never got better. Uh, only got worse, it seems like, or injured or got banished to the pit of misery. That's the story we have not yet heard completely, uh, the whole story about, by the way, involving him. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're right. Charles uh, Buchan, I hope I said it right, Charles. It, today is JUCO Day, the 15th. So today is the day that the JUCOs can commit. So if you've got stuff, go, I'm going to be on here about another 15 minutes. If you've got a JUCO you know about, I can't get to it. I've only got two hands, and my producer has gone back to work his day job. So if you get that, uh, please do. Um, let's see. Ken's got family at Ole Miss. By the way, I love Oxford, and I've been to the Grove. It's a very charming place. I can see why people would like the lifestyle in Oxford. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they did some bad things there, and they got their school in trouble. Uh, is a big blemish there on all those wins that they had. Uh, and I'm a little really put off. Not put off. What's the right word? I'm a little mystified that a five-star, so-called five-star, I heard four-star, like Matt Corral, would suddenly decide to go to a school on probation? Are you kidding me? Not going to a bowl? Why that? I mean, you got to wonder. You hear these stories about what they were doing to get players at Ole Miss. Hopefully they're not back on that train. That got them in probation in the first place. It just makes you raise an eyebrow. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? I don't, Paul, I don't know about Trask. I don't know really enough about I mean, he looked. He, if he was going to play, how come we never saw or heard about him? 
Nobody ever talked about Kyle Trask, except you know on the roster. And I talked to him for two seconds at media day. Um, let's see. Uh, Dane says thanks for the to, for the info for Gator Chomp and all the good people at Gator Chomp and Hill are on here. Hey guys, we love you. You've been great. It's been a great partnership with us here. And Brendan, I speak for Brendan. He says uh, we appreciate you always having our back. And uh, our, our philosophy is very simple. This is really Brendan's idea, his thought. He he got into this because he thought he wanted to see a sovereign Gator nation. He thought there was too much whining, complaining, and bitching, and moaning, and whatever, carping. And he wanted to see groups like Gator Chomping and Gators Only and all you know, and, and our, our group, the Buddy Martin Show group, and, and what, Gator Nation Daily News, come together and celebrate this game of football and Gator football and enjoy it. Uh, there's didn't seem, there hadn't been a whole lot of enjoyment with Gator football in recent years. And uh, that's what needs to happen to have to return the glory to the swamp, all right? Dilly dilly. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, all right, we got more Wayne Rector questions. Um, hello, Kevin Diamond. Will you please send to Brendan back? I need him. He's got that day job going there. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Nate Blaylock says Rector threw for 32, 42 yards in the rush for 918. That's right. That's the stat. If you didn't hear my stat earlier, uh, the one my insider said he had 89 drops for 1,700 more yards. So doing your math, that would put him at 5,000 if he had, to, had all the drops. Now, you're not going to have catch all those. So this is a kid who, uh, again, rushed for 918 and uh, he, who can. It seems like a perfect Dan Mullen prototypical quarterback. I, I don't know. Does it to you? It does to me. Um uh, Jared, I don't know about Corral and the money. I wouldn't go that far, So, uh, but you can use your own imagination. Uh, Thomas Toole says, I hear we're going after Fields and Emory Jones. I haven't ever heard the Emory Jones name until now. I've heard Fields, multiple sources saying that, but I have never heard only speculation and rumor there. So uh, can you tell me who, uh, if you know who Joy Gatewood is and, and, and uh, Jerry Bohannon are? Well, Joey Gatewood is that kid from Florida who's going to Auburn. I know that much. I forget what he played for. He didn't play for American Heritage, did he? What do you, who do you play for? Maybe Tampa Bay area. Anyway, he's, uh, his name comes up a bit, and we have people on here who can tell you who Joey Gatewood is, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Um, Byron, you're welcome for the update. Um, Ken says, uh, Ken Sagini says, can we forget about Mac in the Dark Ages? We're in the Renaissance now. I think you have to turn the page, Ken. Your point's well taken. You have to turn the page. Whatever it was is what it was, to paraphrase, and move on. And you've got a guy who's going to bring some of the gloss glory back to the swamp. Be a little patient. He won't get you to the SEC championship game next year. So be a little bit a little bit patient on that. Let's see. We won't even talk about records because we don't know. We're strictly just guessing and rooting and whatever. Let's see what he puts on the field in the spring. Let's evaluate it and come back and have intelligent conversation. It's okay to cheer. comes a time when you have to be serious in your evaluations and you're going to say, hey, I like this, I don't like that, I want to see that, whatever. And that's just good football talk. Uh, let's see. Word around Athens was Fields was only acting like he was interested in Florida to scare away Coral from Florida. If true, mission accomplished, says Bernard Young. It sounds like an interesting theory. I don't think recruits are worried about where somebody else is going to go and what Florida's going to do. I don't believe that, Bernard, but hey, you, you know, what do I know? Um, 
Jared Spain says, Felipe Franks does not fit in Mullen's offense. How do you know? How do you know? Uh, granted, he's not the prototypical damn Mullen quarterback. And I'm not saying he would, but can he run? He's got a good set of wheels. Remember that long run he made? What was it, 89 yards, whatever it was? Uh, he, he's a good athlete. He's a very good long jumper, high jumper, whatever. He's got a good arm. He's not good at making decisions and reading defenses. He is athletic. He has a lot of desire. He likes to compete. I'm not going to rule that kid out yet. Let's see who shows up. One thing I loved about this kid, Felipe Franks, I was there for the media day when all the talk was about Malik Zaire. He was the guy. The senior rolling in from Notre Dame, and they were all lined up to be interviewed. I spent maybe 15 to 20 minutes listening and talking to and asking questions of Malik Zaire. Nice kid, said the right things. People liked him. He was upbeat. Looked like he was the man. Everybody said, yeah, he's going to be our guy. Went across the other side of the room, and there was uh, there was uh, Felipe Franks. And he was cordial and talking, and somebody asked him, well, what do you think about uh, Malik Zaire? Thinks he's going to be the quarterback. And he said, okay, I'm ready to compete. That's fine. And he kept asking, asking questions about him as if he were the second ranked quarterback. And he said, look, I intend to compete for the job. I'm not going to run from anything. I welcome competition. I love that about that kid. He was ready to go. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to write him off yet. He, let's not make him the scapegoat, okay? He didn't get a whole lot of good coaching, okay? What could Dan Mullen do with a kid who's got those skills, who didn't have the confidence to make the reads, didn't have the knowledge to do it, couldn't look off the safety and things like that. So let's not just throw him out, the baby out with the bathwater, okay? Let's give him a chance, all right? Um, yeah, you're right, John. Uh, Corral has committed to, committed to Ole Miss. Oh, wait, this just in. He committed to Alabama. No, wait a minute. He may go to Vanderbilt. Hold on, he's going back. To, I mean, who knows? We still got five days yet. This is today. Um, okay, you're right, John. Uh, Enrico, he is a Marlon is a, is a quarterback whisperer. He does a good job there. Uh, Lantendo says Corral knows somebody's coming he couldn't beat out. Answer to Rhonda Alexander. Rhonda, you ask very good questions. Sometimes there are such obvious ones, people don't want to admit they don't know them. But these are the kind of questions that need to be answered. And thank you for asking those questions that brings clarity to the broadcast and the program. She says simply, is Wyatt Rector committed to any school right now? Nobody has asked that question. And the answer is, no, he is not. He is not. He did. He was committed to Virginia, and he decommitted I don't know, last spring, whatever. He is not committed. He's had a couple of offers, nothing big, uh, and he's just sitting like a low-hanging fruit right there. I mean, uh, i got to know more about why he's not being recruited by, by other schools. Um, let's see, uh, Corral is in the fit. Yeah, Jennifer, you're right. We talked about that. Uh, Justin Fields is a better fit for Clemson or Florida because of the offenses are similar. Jared Swain. Um yeah, Rector has the size, ranked 78th by 247. Yeah, Nat, but remember, he tore up his knee as a junior. You kind of get lost in this shuffle when you, he was a highly rated kid, high on the boards, and he tore up his knee. And he played for a really not very good team. So, yeah, that happens. They get branded. Uh, I'm not saying this guy is a five-star. Uh, I'm not saying he's 
the be-all end-all. What I'm saying is he's right here in their backyard. You look at him on go – to, go to Huddle and watch him play. Granted, his competition wasn't that great at times, but a lot of other ones were not either. I'm just saying, it's not a case of saying you can't miss. You have to get this guy. He's going to make your program. I'm not saying that. I'm saying here's somebody worth looking at. And I'm a little bit concerned. What I'm hearing is that Florida hasn't even looked at a 6'4", 228 guy who throws the ball pretty well. I've seen him throw it and believe me. You go to Huddle HUDL and see what you think about it, all right? I'm not recruiting the guy. I'm not being the guy. I'm not the guy to tell Mellon what to do. Um, okay. Uh, Ken says, I hope we get someone who can run the system like it's supposed to be run. Nicky Fitz wasn't a five-star either, and neither was Dak, and yet half the SEC would take either one of them. Yeah, we said that, uh, Ken, early on with Mellon. He's the guy. Uh, he molds these quarterbacks. Better sometimes that they're not five-stars because they come ready to learn. Uh, and he shapes them up, and it takes them a couple years, and then whenever they do get into it, kind of like Spurrier and you know, and even Werfel, though Werfel plays a freshman, he molds his quarterbacks. And so I agree with you on that. Uh, Fitzgerald was a project, and boy, he was trying to be a good one. Uh, Vicky Pax says, why do we forget about Jake Allen? We're saying he's terrible. No, I, I haven't seen Jake Allen. Have you seen him on the field? I mean, I don't go to practices, and I didn't see him play, so – all I know is I hear people talking about it. I'm not qualified to talk about Jake Allen. Maybe he's a guy. We'll find out because I guarantee he'll get a look see it next spring. Um, let's see. They, it won't be Clemson. They got Trevor Lawrence, the number one quarterback. Well, we had that information earlier for those of you who missed it. From our, from our inside report, which I'll repeat a little bit of then tonight on the program, when we're on at uh, 6.15, I'll re- repeat a little bit more of it. Uh, I'll tell you what, the, the, the inside scoop. This guy's been right almost everything so far. Almost everything so far. Uh, and he had corral pegged. Um, and, and so he didn't have him going to Ole Miss, but he just said he wasn't going to go to Florida. He says next will be Trevor Lawrence to Georgia, not to Clemson. This is my own private source. You won't find it anyplace else. I'm telling you what he told me. I trust what he said so far because so far he's been accurate. All right? Uh, so that's the answer to that. Uh, the fact that uh, he's not saying um, Trevor Lawrence in, in Clemson. Um, let's see. Yeah, Stace, John Stacey's uh, art, uh, art uh, feels and his sister a package. A guy last night from Atlanta. Not last night. What night was it, guys? couple of days ago was on uh, here with us and said he lives in Atlanta and that that uh, feels is very close to his sister uh, and that she goes to Georgia and he's expected to, to join her there. That's what he said. Okay. A couple more here. I'll let you get back to your lunch, whatever. Thank you for hanging with me today. It's been interesting. Uh, I'll stay with you for as long as I have information. When I run out, I'm just talking to myself here. So if you have any questions, go ahead and throw them in there now. I'll do my best to either find out about him now or find out about him later. Uh, and if anything breaks of significance, uh, we'll have it on the show this afternoon or over the weekend. Even though Brendan's not going to be here, and I'll have to just come to you in some form, I'll give you what I got, all right, best I got. Um, uh, yeah, Mark, I, you know, Mark, you, you, you're getting old, okay? 
I hear you complaining on all the shows. I see you complaining on all the sites. I hear you talking about using the phrase, you clearly think, you think decommit down is a clever name. It's not a clever name. What do you think happens when a coach comes in, Mark? Come on, Mark, you're better than this. Grow up a little bit. You know, you, I know you want to trash. You're a borderline troll. You almost got banned once. Mark Youngblood, I'm going to post you right up here. People take a look at this post and you tell me. Mark has a lot of negative things to say. Again, we don't mind you disagreeing. And we don't mind make, you making critical comments. But don't be a one-trick pony, all right? Decommit Dan is getting old. So stop it or go someplace else. I'm giving you a final warning, Mark, and that is it from now on. If you don't want to be with us here, that's fine. Take your act someplace else. Clean it up. You're better than that, all right? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Dan, I trust this, Ronnie. Uh, what's up with the 44 from IGM? I, I don't know. Number 44. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't say I'm going to stop looking at these sites till signing day. Probably a good idea. Uh, I'm not going to give you any gospel here. I can tell you that. I'm just telling you what I hear from valid sources, and I don't do it every night, just occasionally, and let the experts come and tell me what they got. Uh, this whole thing, again, let me repeat this. This whole recruiting thing is so fluid. It's changing, changing. These are 18, 17-year-old kids making this decision today to affect them for four years. And they change, and their parents tell them, and their friends tell them, and, and people are calling them up trying to get them to change their mind. And it's a mess. And this whole intensity level is so high because of early signing day on the 20th. Today's JUCO day, the 20th. The coaching change. It's a frenzy. I've never seen it quite like this. It's crazy. So you need to take a deep breath and just say, okay, it's looking okay. You don't stop getting panicky about decommitments. They're going to be when you change coaches. Do you think these other schools got a few decommitments? Huh? You think Nebraska might have or UCF might have or A&M might have? Yeah. It's part of what comes with the territory, all right? Um Let's see, Mellon has their program. Yeah, you're right, Charles. <clears throat> Clemson's loaded at quarterback. You're right, Roy. Hunter Johnson is there. You're right. Uh, Matthew Wetmore says, Trevor Lawrence is the number one player in the nation. He's from Cartersville, Georgia. All right, good to know. Thank you. I'm not really familiar. He's a Clemson commit, according to what Matthew says. Uh, and now our guy is saying he may go to Georgia, but that's just his projection. Hmm, a couple more here, and let's see what we got. Um, buddy, drop the decommitment on Mark. Yeah, well, we're going to – Mark better shape up or he'll be decommitted. Um, let's see. David says, relax, get her nation. Um, I'd love to give – a lot of people say this, and this is Brent – Profit. I'd love Tony to get a shot at quarterback. There's no bigger fan of Kadarius Tony than me. I can take you back and show you a column I wrote after the orange and blue game where I basically said, this guy can be a bona fide star. I got to see more of him. He should touch the ball seven, eight, nine, ten times a game. As you know, he started late. He didn't play well the first couple of games. He got injured. He got in. He had a couple of decent plays. 
I love this kid from Eight Mile, Alabama. Here's the problem. He really isn't strong enough to take the beating that you have to take when you're a Dan Mullen quarterback. Yeah, he can run the Wildcat. Yeah, he can, he can catch passes. He can throw passes. He's a kind of a multi-talented player who could certainly be and should be in the mix. He's not going to be a starting quarterback in my opinion. I just don't think he's strong enough. And his arm is okay, but not good enough to be a starting quarterback. Again, I love Kadarius Tony. Let him be a playmaker. That's what I like about him. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, that's right, David. We almost uh, decommit on Mark. Uh, let's see. Whatever. Is there a reason why Corral decommitted from USC? Yeah, David, we can go way back with this. There were some issues. Now, let me just give you one piece of information that I got a long time ago. I've not brought up till now. Now that he's out, he's gone. I'll tell you what, one of the recruiting insiders who I trust told me, I believe, didn't he go to modern day for one year at least? I believe he did in California. And I don't know where it took place, but supposedly he was suspended in school for fighting. And my source said it was with Wayne Gretzky's son. Now, doesn't matter who it was with. This so happened to have been perhaps his son. There were, and my friend told me there were some issues with him. Now that he's not coming here, well, I feel free to say that. Well, I was told about it. So, again, I'm not going to trash the kid because he's going to Ole Miss. If you look at it and you use your common sense and see what, he's, what his track record has been and why he's not – he's from California and didn't get signed out there and, and, and he didn't go to UCSC and UCLA and, you know, what have you, Cal or someplace, you got to start asking questions. Well, what's going on here? There's more to that story than meets the eye. Uh, good question, David. Uh, you're right, Richie. He's awesome. Uh, Tony's awesome, but not big enough. Uh, Tony, if he stays healthy. Uh, let's see. New coaches want to bring their own kids. Of course they do, Billy. Um, Brandon Biddle says, I think Tony's getting a chance of quarterback. You know, Brandon, it just depends on what you mean by chance of quarterback. Is he going to take 40 snaps a game? No. Will he place on a quarterback? Probably. So when we say quarterback, there's, it has a lot there. It's more than just you don't play. You don't become the quarterback playing eight snaps a game, all right? Um, thank you, John, for the comment. Um, one more here. Um, Chris likes, I like a tall mobile quarterback with brains over stars. Well, you know, you just described, you just described, you just described Wayne Rector, as far as I know. Excuse me, Wyatt Rector. Um, okay. Okay. What's the guy's name who called Corral? I'm not going to give up Brent. I don't give my sources out. Okay. Don't ask me that. I'm not giving my source out. Um, all right. Let's just wrap this up with a few comments here. If you want to do the roll call and tell me where you're coming from, uh, we'll do that for lunch. It's been a good group discussion. We had a large crowd today. Glad we were able to come on and give you. I wanted to bring you more fresh information. I had that little insider stuff I wanted to share then. And uh, my recruiting guys, my gurus, are tied up. They couldn't come on today. We'll try to get them on. We'll definitely get them on next week. Um, okay, thank you, Paul. Paul Grove, appreciate that. Um, yeah, you're right. Fighting is not good in the locker room, Stacy. Carlos says, trust Dan the man. Russell says, relax people and trust in Dan. Um, yeah, Donald, he's coming close to being banished. 
let's see. Tony needs more touches. Yeah, we got that, Billy. We understand that. Conan can beef up like Percy did. No, per no, no, no. Percy was already beefed up, all right? Percy didn't add a whole lot. Percy had the skills already. He was strong. He was fast. He was also a head case, just so you know. Uh, but a great player. One of the best players ever at Florida had, but what a problem he was. Uh, David, Tony's going to be a great in the spread quarterback. Yeah, you probably would be for a few plays. Tony's our Harbin. Not as strong as Harbin now. Maybe as fast. No Percy Harbin now. And I'm the biggest fan of his. Uh, all right, a couple more, then we're going to say goodbye. Folks are signing out now. Carlos up in uh, Knoxville, Dilly Dilly. Uh, Russell and Delray, Dilly Dilly to you. Rhonda in Tallahassee, Dilly Dilly. John in Lake Okeechobee, thank you for your comments, Dilly Dilly. Uh, also, uh, Jason in Panama City. We, we, you're from all over. I love that about our people here. Renee, thank you, Renee. Appreciate that. Billy, Billy Griffiths, Avon Park, good to talk to you. Alex McNeese Green, out there in Arizona. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens next year to Arizona State, isn't it? Um, let's see, uh, Dustin Higgins, uh, check it in from one place I really love, Mobile, Alabama. Great place, love Mobile. Brett says, thanks, you're the man. Thank you, Brett. Chris is from Archer. Hello, Chris, how are you, buddy? Thomas Scott Fudge, thank you. No, thank you, appreciate that. Um, and Paul, goes, says, Paul Grover says, I hope you're right, and Fields flips. I think everybody's hoping that, for sure. Appreciate that. Thomas from St. Petersburg. Brian from Daytona. Um, thank you, David, for the comments. Uh, Carlos says uh, Dan is Urban 2.0. We'll see about that. Jason Bruton from Freakville, Florida. Don't know that place. Is that someplace new, Jason? Ken says Hernando, Mississippi. Taking donations to roll Corral's card. <laughs> uh, Nat Blaylock from Newberry. Dilly dilly. Nat, dilly dilly, dilly to you, buddy. Uh, Thomas says, thanks for coming on, buddy. You bet. Dilly dilly to you, Thomas. You bet. All right, folks, I'll let you stay up for a minute. You guys can just give your shout-outs and, uh, and, and uh, have the roll call. Thank you for listening. I guess we've been on, what, an hour or so here, maybe? I'm trying to bring you what we got. Don't forget our program is today uh, at, uh, at 6 o'clock. I will not be there the whole show. I'll be part of the show. I have a commitment i got to go to. Uh, we are doing some podcasting now. If you want to go to SoundCloud, a lot of our stuff uh, appears on uh, SoundCloud. Quite a few people are going over there and hearing some of our interviews that we have on our program. Steve Spurrier, Terry Bradshaw, Woody Page, etc. Some of those interviews, um, and of course we do that radio program uh, every day at, at six, or here in Ocala, Gainesville. And on, by the way, if you don't, if you tune in radio, go to WMOP. You can hear it there too, or go on here at Facebook and hear it. Facebook, the Buddy Martin Show. So that's what's happening. We're going to um, stay in touch if something happens. And by the way, um, thank you, Jennifer. Uh, feel free to post information if you got it and it's solid. Remember, my rule of thumb is that try to be honest with it, be accurate with it when you can, and if it's wrong, then apologize and move on. But we do like to have dialogue. We love your input on the show, and we do it for you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Have a great day.